0: this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At go shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40 plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs.
1: For deals you can use, click on com now.
0: You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! time for the rutherford report on
2: 101 espn
0: anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey here we go he's alex ferrario that's tanner hendrickson i'm brandon Kylie. we're going out to the brown and Crouppen celebrity line to be joined by jeremy rutherford our blues insider for the athletic you can follow him on twitter as well at jprutherford jr we appreciate the time as always man hope you had yourself a very merry christmas how you doing today
1: Doing real well, yeah. I hope you guys uh, did as well. It's uh, exciting to get off the couch and get back to watching some hockey. Speak for
0: yourself. <laughs> yeah, exciting might not be the word <laughs> the that I would use for comfortable. it, but good nonetheless. Uh, Jared, before we look forward, let's look back for a second. The Blues went 3-1-1 one and one in their West Coast road trip. They played overall pretty well, especially considering they played in the last two games without Jordan Kyrou. <laughs> I said going into that road trip that I needed to see something like a 3-1-1 or better road trip for me to even start talking about whether or not I'm back on board with this team. Where do you stand with them right now?
1: Yeah, I think uh, if you just look at the record, 3-1-1, that was great. That was a great road trip for this team. You realize that it didn't end in Vegas the way you wanted to if you come home 4-1, even better. Uh, But I think 3-1-1 tells you a little bit about this team. That was a tough, long road trip heading into the break. You know, now you play a couple pretty good teams here. You got uh, Toronto. I know Minnesota has been playing better. Got them at the end of the week. Uh, Where do I stand with this team? I'm still kind of status quo is uh, show me some more. Show me some consistency. uh, Show me some individuals who are playing better hockey, contributing uh, to the overall team. And I, I think that you could have something, but I just don't think we're there yet until you can see it for a longer stretch of time. Good road trip. I think it still puts those bubble people like yourself in a good position thinking about this team Uh, but uh, for me i think they've got to put it together for a much longer time before doug armstrong anybody can believe that the right thing not to do is to trade some of these unrestricted free agents
2: so i'm kind of on the same page as you jr but then we get the news earlier today about tory krug being out for an extended period of time long-term injury reserve which means he's out for at least six weeks how big of a loss is this for the team
1: I think it's a loss from this perspective, that he's a veteran player. He's a guy I respect. I think when he's healthy and he's playing his his best game, I think that he's a guy who can really help you. I think that he's been dealing with an upper body injury uh, throughout the year. I think that was kind of lingering, and this one's a lower body injury. And I asked Craig Berube, did it happen on that shot block Late in the Vegas game, he said possibly. Coach speak, that probably means yes. Uh, So now you're going to be without Craig Brewerby. Interesting. So Kelly Rosen will go in that second pair with Justin Falk, according to the the pairs today. And I like that. I liked uh, Kelly Rosen's game throughout the year. I think it's a numbers game in terms of what six they want to play. He's been the odd guy out. But for me, he's a guy in the offensive zone that steps up. He keeps plays going, chips the pucks in, wins, kind of races to the puck. And that's led to a lot of goals for the Blues. And meanwhile, he's pretty good defensively in his own zone. So in terms of when I say that, I don't think there's going to be a lot of drop-off. I say that with all due respect to Tory Krug but I, I don't know that we've had a, t- a healthy Tory Krug. So I, I think putting Rosen in there is going to be a, a good thing for the blues and he's going to be able to help this team.
0: So the issue is on the power play, JR that that's where Krug was actually playing pretty well so far this season. And it looks like it's going to be Falk and Pareco as the two point men from the defensive side of things on those power play units. Can, I, I just, I, I'm very curious. Can you explain to me why Nick Letty's not on that power play unit over Colton Pareco?
1: Well, I think what we talked to Craig Ruby today about that, and we said uh, Colton Pareko in his time on the power play, what have you liked, what have you not liked? And he said that uh, he wants the shot. We've all talked about that for years. He wants to see the shot. They told him that. They want to see it more on the power play. He also wants to see quicker puck decisions, quicker movement up the top, right? That's what Tory Krug gives you. Tory Krug's only eight points on the power play this season. So even though he's that quarterback-type guy, that's what they miss when they don't have Tory Krug out there and Colton is never going to give you that, that quick power play movement that they're looking for, but he can give you the shot. So why him over Letty? You know, I'm not quite sure. Perhaps it's, uh, you know, the, the skating, you get it from both of those guys, Letty and Pareko. We've seen a lot of pucks go back the other way on power play, you know, penny kill. Uh, uh, Colton Preco is a guy who can track that back. Up. So I, maybe it's the experience that Colton Preco's had on it, here in St. Louis with some of these guys. It's a good question. I think you couldn't go wrong with either one of those guys, but if it's going to be Pareko, you definitely need to see some of those things that Ruby talked about today.
2: Jared, the one thing that was concerning for me over these last two games on the road trip was without Jordan Cairo the Blues kind of looked like... A team that didn't have an identity and and I always feel like yes when you lose a significant player of course it's going to hinder your opportunity to be successful but man losing one player should not change the identity of a team and it was a team that just looked a little bit lost without Cairo in Seattle and Vegas
1: yeah and it shouldn't be that way you're right but I think in a situation with Cairo he's kind of with his play lately Alex just kind of created that identity where okay we're a team that used to be heavy, forechecking-type team. Now we're a bit of a transition team. And, oh, by the way, now our biggest transition guy, the guy who's on a heater, is out of the lineup. So you kind of look around looking for him and, and don't see him. So you probably lose a little bit of that. You know, uh, still, uh, even though he said that he's in tonight, Jordan Kyrou, Craig Ruby, labeled him a game-time decision. So I do think if he plays, and I expect him to play, uh, that you'll see kind of them take off where they were prior to him missing the past couple games I really do think that the Blues are establishing something with Cairo he's not going to be able to put up three or four points every night obviously uh, but I just think the way that he was playing confidently taking the puck and doing things with it whether it be that rush whether it be that transition or whether it be that shot from distance he's doing what they need him to do and I think people are starting to follow him and the team kind of looked like that now.
0: Jeremy Rutherford is our guest here on 101 ESPN. You can find his work over at The Athletic. You can follow him on Twitter at J.P. Rutherford. Uh, Jr. when do you think that Doug Armstrong would like to know what his plans are for the trade deadline? Do you think there's a date? Is there a like a feeling around the league? as said, this is when things will start heating up trade talk wise. When do you think he kind of needs to know
1: what he's got? Well, I'll throw it back at you like this, and, you know, I'm, you have to give yourself a little bit of wiggle room, but I really do feel like he knows what he wants to do. And, you know, could a six- or seven-game winning streak change things? I realize they're just a few points out of, you know, the wild-card playoff spot, and there's a lot of season left to play. He's had faith in a lot of his teams in the past. But just I, as I sit here and think about what's going through Doug Armstrong's mind with this team, I just think that, sure, he's going to have – some belief in the guys that he put together. Uh, but I do think that what we've seen this season has kind of showed probably the direction that he needs to go. And, and even if he thinks that uh, he's going to give this team some time to maybe put some wins together and, and change his mind, he, he just knows that at some point you're going to have to hit reset with some of these guys. And if you're not going to sign Ryan O'Reilly to a long-term contract, then perhaps it is the time to move him regardless of if you're two or three points out of playoff spot. So, you know, it could be proven wrong. This team could go 9-1 and one in the next 10, and Doug Armstrong sticks with his guys and keeps his unrestricted free agents. I don't know. I just think that big picture, he knows what he wants to do, and it's just a matter of time.
2: So on that note, JR, and I know we're still really early in this, but when you look at the players that the Blues have to offer, I would imagine if you're Doug Armstrong, you're probably going to start getting some phone calls about right now because if you're a team that wants to contend, You want your opportunity to get a Ryan O'Reilly or a Vladimir Tarasenko in-house rather than only get them for about a month.
1: Yeah, and that's true. I I just think a couple things. You know, if we're going to follow the uh, script that maybe he looks uh, at these next couple weeks to see how they play, that could change things. You're talking about a couple big salary guys, 7.5. Can teams fit them on the cap uh, now as opposed to a month from now, You know, when maybe there's a little more salary cap room for those teams as you get later in the season? that's a possibility and then also from the Blues perspective if you're Doug Armstrong I mean do you get the best value now if you're making a move for those guys and with that demoralize the team by trading a couple of those guys who could help you or do you wait to closer to the trade deadline Uh, who knows what the playoff situation looks like that and maybe there's a bit of a bidding war for a guy like O'Reilly who can come in and help you as a rental down the stretch so I think there's probably more advantages Alex probably to hanging on and waiting to closer to the deadline.
0: He's Jeremy Rutherford. Find his work over at The Athletic. Had a quick piece up earlier today on Tory Krug, the injury, what it means for the Blues. I'm sure he's going to have more on that over the next few days and the next few weeks over on The Athletic. JR, we appreciate the time as always, man. Uh, Enjoy yourself during the holiday. Have yourself a happy new year. We'll talk with you again next week.
1: Anytime, boys. Thanks, you too.